Ready for its presents. Fifty Randy Quiz. Hashtag Desert Dialogue. Fifty Randy Quiz. Hidden Paul. Fifty Randy Quiz. Third episode. Party Hardy. We watch movies so you don't have to. Welcome to 50 Randy Quaid's Presents Hashtag Desert Dialogue. This is a hashtag TV talk podcast featuring our second series, Hidden Palms. I am your host with the most Nicolas Cage movies, the prime millennial, Chucky B. And with me, our gloriously greedy Yes. I need you to put your palms where my eyes could see because I am the greediest man on this podcast. I'm JT Mango Nut Money. Mango Nut? It was the breakfast item that Karen was serving Bob. A mango nut something. Mm, she wants that mango nut. It just sounded really sexual the way she that put it. That mango nut? No, I didn't do that. You did that. Yeah, that's what they did. That's what this new writer, Steve Blackman, did. So, man go nut. Hold on, the professional wrestler, Steve Blackman? I assume the professional wrestler. It must be. Steve Blackman. It must be. 2007, his wrestling was probably at a down point by then. If not, just non-existent. He's probably working the indies like a lot of guys do. Who knows? Yeah, Maybe yeah, he yeah, still yeah. is, and I just don't fucking know about it. Maybe. I'm just going to pretend like he was working on writing Hidden Palms in 2007. In my mind, Kevin Williamson was like, all right, I'm going to call my good friend Steve Blackman up and say, hey, you want to help me write this third episode, Party Hardy? And and when I say Party Hardy, all I think of is Jeff Hardy with his fingers doing his little finger thing and like shaking his head. And he's doing like the but then it's also partly like that TNA Jeff Hardy who was super doped up when he was walking down to the ring for that match with Sting. And Mm. Sting's all like, fuck you, Jeff Hardy. What are you doing? That's what I picture when I say party. Hardy, Hardy. All right. So, to, to those of our beloved listeners that don't uh, pay attention to professional wrestling, ah, uh, yes, professional wrestling. We do apologize, but it'll probably just keep happening. I'd like to point out that there's no way that Kevin Williamson or this Steve Blackman, unless he's just repressing it, are fans of professional wrestling. And Kevin Williamson, if he were, that would have come up at some point in Dawson's Creek. Like, wrestling would have been like, yeah, yeah. But it doesn't come up one time. Ah, maybe he, like, really loves it. And he's like, I gotta separate my loves. No, but we're not gonna go down that road right now. Let's talk about who directed this episode. Yo, that's John T. Kretschmer. You know, that's right. Yeah, said it great. Only took me one time. All right, so here is a brief... Uh, overview of episode three, Party Hardy, which originally aired on the CW June 13, 2007. Uh, and this is a uh, recap or an overview courtesy of Tubi, where your boy Chucky B watched this episode. Thanks, Tubi. Gritta, she refuses to answer Johnny's questions about Eddie's death. Meanwhile, Bob and Karen spend an evening at the country club with Tess and Travis. 
Yep. That's a much better breakdown than the last episode was. Or a brief overview. I agree, but at the same point, I think they're spending too much time on the adults in the brief overview because the show doesn't even spend that much time on the adults. Although this episode was the best episode for the adults. And with that said, does that like is that going to lead anything through the rest of the series? Okay, so let me start off by saying I don't really care if it leads to anything. Exactly, uh, because hold on, though. we have not been shown or told to care about these characters. All right, so part of the problem is we literally only have two episodes where they've known who they're focusing these storylines on, although it's hard to really give them a pass with Bob and Karen. But the first episode featured at least two adult characters that are now gone from the show forever. That yeah. focus got pulled. So we got two. We get here. We get what we get with Travis, Tess, and Cliff here, which is obviously going to lead to something. So, yes, Tess and, and Travis are going to get some play here as adults. And as far as Bob and Karen, it feels like their ultimate existence right now revolves around being taken out of the scene just to be brought back later into the thick of the, the bullshit. And be like, oh, Johnny, you fucked up. What did you do? You know what I mean? And like, that's two episodes in a row. That's what's happened. They yeah. found Nikki, Nikki puking last episode. They come home to the party this episode. And it's just like, okay, well, I still don't care about them at all, though. They try here with Bob. They We see some progression with Bob. I still actually really like Bob's character, to be honest. Because everything he has like kind of shown is like, all right, I'm not a total piece of shit. Like... I'm trying to give you, like he says, like, I'm trying to give you some fucking rope, man. He's like, dude, you're just hanging yourself. He's like, and I realize this really isn't your fault. Like, if right. what you say happened, happened, like, it's not really your fault. But he's like, it kind of is because I left you in charge. That means you're in charge of her. We're getting way ahead of ourselves, and we'll get back to that later. One thing I'd like to say overall here is that this show has been better so far than Dawson's Creek. And I'm really only continuing to make that parallel because of the Kevin Williamson. Yeah, well, I mean, it makes a little bit of sense. I wouldn't otherwise, but I feel like I have to here. It's just kind of how it's working out. Like, in Dawson's Creek, and you especially found it really hard to find likable characters, especially as time went on. Everyone just kind of acted stupidly all the time. This show is much better about people acting more reasonably than you would assume they would on a show like this. Like, Johnny started out as real hot-headed, but he's kind of stepped back and, like, he's been nice to Bob pretty much. Like, instead of escalating, he's kind of just been going, putting his head down and going, okay, you're right. Because Bob's been a real good dude. Mom's a little dramatic, but it's understandable. Like, Bob points out, she's hurting right now, too. So you can't really get mad at her for being like, my son's fucking up right now. Like, everyone's just a little bit more reasonable, despite the circumstances. Yeah, there's more, like, yeah, like you're saying, like, just understandable reactions. All right, so let's let's kick this bitch off right here. Back in the bedroom. We're back in the bedroom. Yeah. Kevin Williamson fucking loves starting off his shows and little boys' bedrooms. I think it's a little unfair to describe Johnny as a little boy. He's an adolescent boy. An adolescent teen boy. So is it, 
Was it necessary for me to say teen, even though I said adolescent? Don't think don't, so. Don't think so. So Johnny's Don't overthink on, it, just like WWE. Don't overthink it. Johnny's on his computer, and he's finder-spidering Eddie. Finderspider.com. Finder spider? F-I-N-D-E-R-S-P-Y-D-E-R.com. That's where he's searching for Eddie. Oh, see? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just put doing research. Oh, I was like, what website is he doing research on? I figured later, it was just like some like pretend Google. Well, later in the episode, well, it is. Later in the episode, Cliff specifically uses the word Google. So they knew what Google was, but they probably couldn't put Google on there. So they put Finder Spider. Sounds like a terrible website. Well, that's where he finds out that Eddie shot himself in the head, apparently. Oh, yeah. Supposedly. And then uh, Nikki's all like, is that blood on the ceiling? Johnny's like, come on, come on, Nikki. They painted the room. Yeah, and then he's like, well, what you need to do right now, girl, is call your dad. And get the fuck back to L.A. and be with your family. Because even Bob and Karen don't know how long Nikki's sticking around for. She's just interrupting sexy moments in the kitchen probably every morning looking for coffee. Yeah, and fucking Johnny's all like, man, I'm trying to fuck Greta. And I don't need Cliff fucking sniffing around you in case, like, this doesn't work out with Greta. I can still slam you, you know what I'm saying, girl? So while she's asking him about, the, well, she's telling him about the Eddie shit, saying, like, you need to stop looking into this. It's bad for your brain, dude. Like, yeah. you're you're in recovery, too, and you're actually trying, unlike me. So you need to, like, stop going down this rabbit hole. And all the while, she's looking out the window and making eyes with Cliff and waving, doing little kissy faces. She starts to, like, lift her shirt up a little bit. Like, it's getting real sexual between Cliff and Nikki. Oh, yeah, 100%. And and then Johnny's all like, what are you doing? And she's like, nothing, 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 nothing. I bet you it's Cliff. And then and Johnny's like, what? What do you mean you think it's Cliff? He's like, I'm pretty sure I've already confirmed that it's not Cliff. And she's like, no, it's most definitely Cliff. Cliff's a piece of shit, but I like him. Johnny's Johnny's not buying it, though. No, Johnny is not convinced that it's Cliff. Like, he's still... Got his suspicions. It's hard not to with Cliff, but it doesn't click in his mind that it's him. Not at all. But some shit goes down with Cliff next that he is not happy about. Well, and then Nikki's all like, he's like, she's like, not all of us are dealing with our demons, Johnny. We are the demon. And then she does that fucking Finn Balor thing. And the heartbeat goes. Well, later in the episode, like. She's not the instigating demon, but she is definitely an easily persuaded demon. Yeah, she's all like, yeah, let me just throw a raving party in somebody else's house. But oh, we'll get to that. <laughs> right across the yard, though, the next morning, Cliff is walking out, and it just so happens that Tess and Travis are coming up with some luggage, because guess who's moving in? Hey, man, it's only, quote-unquote, for a week. Maybe a week. A couple of days, maybe a week. At least two more episodes. Cliff's like, this motherfucker's a leech. And you don't know this motherfucker. And Tessa's like, I've been dating this guy for three months. You don't know this motherfucker, Cliff. So this guy's moving in, which, as we find out later, is going to be real interesting for our boy. Yeah, Cliff's not too happy about that. Nikki is on the phone with like her sister or something. They don't get into it, but that's what it seems like a sibling for sure. And she's like, let me talk to dad. 
And then it seems like maybe dad's coming to the phone when she's like, well, fuck this. And she hangs up and Johnny's all like, who's that? Your pops? And Nikki's like, oh, yeah, he's going to come through tomorrow and take me back to L.A. Because, you know, like, fuck this place. Right. Like, like, I'm sorry, but y'all been real nice and I want to fuck shit up, even though I'm thinking I'm going to. Johnny's like, Johnny's like, that's cool, man. Let's go out. It's your last night in town. I fucking hate this place, too. Let's just go out and chill. Let's have a good night. And she's like. Oh, sure. Cool, baby. Let's do it. And that's when we cut to the double C. I'm just going to go with it because I know you're going to go with it. Yeah. So we cut over to the CC, right? And they're all like, we're chilling by the pool at the country club. Yep. And fucking Johnny's all like, oh, you want to go get some drinks? Actually, I'll go get the drinks for us, Nikki. I don't need you to be getting screwdrivers and all this other shit all all this so, other shit what other shit would she be getting chuck i don't really know a lot of drink names what would be another good seemingly morning drink uh bloody mary maybe not at the poolside but i like where your head's at because that's my mimosa favorite. i would say maybe a mimosa there you all got right, it yeah you got it see you know enough you just gotta think a second but you know you could hang with these country clubs yeah i mean i could pretend i'd probably be like put your, put your polo shirt on yeah put your polo shirt on sling your golf bag over your shoulder even if you can't afford to get on the golf club course or aren't allowed on it at all like just look like you're ready to go golfing i'd be sneaking on be like yo what up how's it going good sir <laughs> Yes. So anyway, Johnny goes in to get the drinks and he runs into Cliff, who's like, dude, I didn't know you were such a babe magnet. Oh, for sure. Well, basically, he's like, you don't got to worry about me. I'm not trying to fuck with Greta, but I would like to fuck with Nikki. What's up, dog? Johnny gets Johnny's all like, no, why don't you stand a fuck away from her, man? She's in recovery. She doesn't need to be around you trying to fucking slip her some drinks and shit. You need to stay. No, he didn't say anything about recovery. And I think that's important because she says it herself later. And Cliff has the little light bulb in his head. I I think it's important to note that he doesn't. Either way, like, Johnny's all like, you need to stay the fuck away. And Cliff's like, hey, I sense a little hostility. And I'm your friend. Remember that I'm your friend, Johnny. And because we're good friends. Yeah. I'll stay away. I'll stay away. So Johnny takes off, and the look on Cliff's face is just like that, I want to kick a dog look. Yeah, we've seen that look on this show. Yeah, he was definitely ready to kick another dog right there in the middle of the Dune Club or whatever the fuck it's called. There's a lot of action that goes down here, because outside we got Greta and Johnny just smooching out in the open. Like, they're a thing now, apparently. Oh, yeah. I mean, after that kiss at Johnny's, she's all like, what up? Kiss me in public, and let's count how many times we kiss. But in the meantime, that snake in the grass, Cliff, goes up to Nikki, and he's like, yo, what's going on over at the Hardy house? How you doing? If you ever feel like it's too crowded it over there i'm just a window away oh yeah he's all like you can show me another flash dance baby girl nikki is 100 interested in cliff like there's no doubt about that nikki's 100 interested in cliff and johnny oh for sure but cliff is she's mentioning a couple times the bad boy like she falls for that kind of shit so johnny's the good boy because oh, right she's now. so she's so eager to fucking party hardy and she's like, she's like, well, I know Cliff will just like push the right buttons and I'll be able to just get drunk and forget all my problems, at least for a night. Not even for the night, maybe for a moment. Because we party hardy. 
So mm, Greta, mm, 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 mm. so Greta and Johnny are walking, and he's bringing up the IMs about Eddie again, and he's like, "Nikki thought that it's Cliff," and Greta's just Greta's like, "Oh, for show, it's Cliff." Of course, one hundred percent Cliff. That sounds just like Cliff. That sounds like the Cliff I know, always pulling pranks. That's exactly what his and Eddie's relationship was. Nothing but pranks and you know what Practical i'm jokes. sick of the fucking jokes i'm sick of people joking around but now johnny's about to head over and drop off the drinks she spots cliff moving out of the corner of her eye and she's like i'll catch up with you johnny hold up a sec so she heads in to the dunes club and she goes up to cliff and she's like what the fuck is wrong with you dude what are you doing well it's instant messenger shit and all that and of course cliff's like i don't know what the fuck you're talking yeah, about cliff's like i do not have the faintest idea and she's like well if you don't stop this shit i'm gonna tell everyone the truth i'm gonna let the chips fall where they may and we'll see what what happens and cliff's like Shh. and cliff is basically just like do it i don't think you will because then you won't have johnny eating out of the palm of your hand you'll probably fucking run him to the arms of some like i don't know some staff member named liza so she slaps cliff in the face and she runs out and she's like i gotta get the fuck out of here fuck this cliff dude he's a real dick and maybe he's right and cliff's like hmm, he's like I maybe like it. she's thinking maybe he's right though maybe johnny won't really like the real me when he finds out what happened that night with eddie and my role in that situation but we're gonna move on to the adults here for the first time since this whole shit kicked off in the kitchen earlier we're gonna cut to the adults for the first time and that's when tess flags karen down she's like we're going dancing after tennis bitch Oh, yeah. See, I, I forgot to write that down because I was all like, oh, this is pretty not doesn't matter. Bro, you're you you one of the three questions you had for me on that sheet is about the adult. So I'm here to bring the adult info. But this sets up. It's just like the last episode. You skipped what set up the silent auction and then being there. You skip what was going to put him in dancing later. Maybe you're right. Maybe we could have just thrown it in later once we got to dancing. But it happens right here. But it's interesting, though, because Tess is like. Bitch, you don't ask men what's going on. You just tell them what's going on. And we find out later, the the man she thinks she's got wrapped around her finger. Oh, yeah. Quite that. So Nikki's back on the phone again. And she's talking with someone about, like, come pick me up in the morning and don't flake on me this time, motherfucker. Yeah, and Cliff's all like, oh, shit, you leaving? Well, then we need to party hardy, if you know what I mean. And she's all like, oh, man, I can't drink. I'm none drinking. I will never drink again. And Cliff's all like, I bet I can get you drunk later. At least that's what he's thinking. Well, she specifically brings up here that she's in recovery. And that's when that light bulb clicks over John or Cliff's head. And he goes, oh, so that's how you know Johnny. That's why Johnny well, doesn't like, drink. He puts that together file, that little real bit of fast. Information. And I like that because, in my opinion... It that would have taken Dawson's Creek like two episodes to figure out. They would have definitely tried to drag that out for much longer. But he's a Drew Valentine, but way more smooth. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? I'm trying to think of like the OC parallel that you'd combine with Drew Valentine to to create Oliver, maybe. Zach. 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 Of course it would be Zach. It is Zach. Well, it's Cliff in yeah. this case. Well, especially like when the whole fucking like him versus Seth and over summer when he, and he pretty heel. much concedes because he's all like he's like well we got this comic and i'd rather be good with the comic then. but 
so back to Desert Dialogue, it's your exact point that you said before. I wrote down here, and he didn't say it out loud, but he was thinking it. Uh, Cliff is definitely going to try to get Nikki to drink again. Like, that's in his oh, plans. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's already scheming that from the moment he hears recovery. He's like, oh, yeah. That's so my weapon. We cut back to Johnny, like, trying to get some, like, suntan lotion. Oh, my God. He is just squirting it everywhere. Yeah, and Liza's like, oh, Like, she walks up, and he's all like, hey, can you help me uh, with this lotion? And she's like, I got you johnny bro that is not what he said he said can you just rub it off or whatever i didn't even think of that oh yeah can you she might as well or he might as well just say can you rub it out or whatever can you jerk me off liza like and liza looked like she was like i am fucking ready she was nervous she was nervous to touch him but she got down and kind of did or whatever she looked like she was almost like embarrassed like she was getting red in the face from it well she wants a piece of that johnny action because she even says like this is part of my job apparently working there means you have to slather up people with no, yeah, Logan. that's weird if that's part of her job. I think she was just saying that to be like, I want an excuse to be able to rub Johnny whenever he wants me. To I bet him. you she's not lying, and she does help old ladies rub suntan lotion into their back when they ask her to. I guarantee you that's part of what goes on at that country club. Come on, man. Zach. Yeah, I don't like that. Now you got me calling him Zach. Cliff was doing it the last episode to someone, and he doesn't even work there. <laughs> no yeah but that's just cliff trying to fucking rub down some i know ladies. i know so she ends up just hurrying off real quick when she talks about not having any friends she doesn't really have a circle because he asks about eddie she's like i don't really know anyone or anything and he's like you know what girl i don't believe in circles oh yeah that's why i've never been in a circle jerk it's just me and you girl one-on-one jerking it he's with just like oh like he's just trying to sp- Spread it out, man. He is 100% putting the vibe down on Liza. There's no doubt about it. Like, Oh, he's got to be. No, they made... He's like, I, he's like, I ain't dating nobody. If he wasn't, then him just being friendly with someone who's clearly into him is off base. Because it's very flirtatious. He needs to scale it back a little bit if he's not interested. Because he's putting the vibe out for sure. Girl, I don't believe in circles. Please. Come on, I'm going to get you a wedding ring. That's a circle. That's what she's thinking. <laughs> circle of trust whatever kind of circle you want she wants he doesn't know what he's doing maybe but i feel like he does johnny's no dummy cliff said it himself and cliff ain't no dummy he's getting drinks right now greta like comes back around over by johnny and johnny's all like like hey girl oh no no sorry sorry i jumped something oh no it's a big thing too though because it's what we get no yeah my bad i jumped over a big thing here so actually we get to cliff at the bar and he's like trying to buy some fucking drinks or something and he sees oh boy travis up there talking to some fucking like hottie quote unquote cindy the sports therapist and so she's fine right and (laughs) And he's all like, hey, tell them it's okay for me to charge these drinks to your mom. And he's all like, he's like, nah, man, like, it's cool. You can pay for yourself. <laughs> like, who's this chick? And and she's all like, hey, I'm a sports therapist. How you doing? And he's like, yeah, man, like, I'm just telling her about my sweet old football days, you know, where I hurt my knee. Oh, he goes so far as to claim he played three seasons with the Dolphins, but he went out on a career-ending injury in the 94 playoffs. And I was like, 
Hmm. And Nikki's all like, Nikki's all like, oh, that sucks. And uh, Cindy's like, yeah, I know. That's what I said. That sucks. <laughs> and then fucking Zach's all, I mean, Cliff's all like, fuck. It's the first time I've done that so far this series. Cliff's all like, hey, did you know that you can just Google and find out that you were cut in the, like, in the preseason? So you suck at life, never actually played a game in the NFL, suck a dick, I'm out. He straight up dropped, like, what college he went to. I think it was, like, two years at Michigan or some shit like that. I don't remember. Got drafted by the Dolphins. That part was real. But he was cut preseason. You can Google yourself, bitch. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, Google. They used the word. They didn't say finder spider. <laughs> you can finder spider yourself, bitch. I actually think that would have been so much better, but that's not this kind of show. It would have been hilarious. Just commit to finder spider. Maybe they were even trying to, like, launch that as a website that was a spinoff of this show. Like, oh, God. we're going to turn this teen drama into a Google-sized search engine called finder spider. <laughs> okay so that's when we get greta she's like walking right and she kind of just looks like she's pissed off she is she's fucking pissed at cliff for all this eddie nonsense in her head and johnny walks up and he's like what's up babe where are you going and she's all like uh, i'm going home because i'm fucking clearly agitated well she just happened to see right before johnny came up charlie and nikki walking together laughing about the fucking travis thing so she and the way they play this she might be kind of pissed about that too but we don't know john johnny sure seems to think so after she takes off here yeah she's uh, he's all like well why don't you just tell me because like i can handle it like i've gone through some shit i'm pretty sure i can handle whatever you're going through and she's all like believe me johnny if i wanted to talk i would and i was all like damn because like i know what she's referencing even though johnny doesn't and that's what is good because i'm a viewer and that's a good line because of it so she takes off and Johnny makes eye contact with Cliff, who's sitting over with Nikki. And Cliff just gives him that little fucking dickhead, like, finger wave and big cheesy grin on his face. And I'm like, oh, you are just... Dude, I love, the I love Cliff's character. His character is so good for this show. He's the only character driving the plot outside of the mysterious Eddie who will get you later. Well, I mean, I kind of beg to differ. Like, I think although she's only been in very sparingly and we've gotten like an idea of what Liza is, I feel like especially towards the end of this episode, she like interjects herself in a very big way. But she hasn't driven anything up until that point. She's just been someone who's a mystery. She's been a true background character that we've just been waiting for them to pull the trigger on but we'll, again we'll get to her later she comes up she does some big things even before that in this episode so this is right before karen and bob are going out and karen is clearly nervous she's like here are all the numbers to where we'll be at here's the number in a 911 uh it's gonna be <laughs> like what's the number for 911 <laughs> yeah basically bob comes in he's like shut the fuck up johnny just say what she wants to hear and johnny's like you can trust me and Bob's like, see, you can trust them. Let's fucking go. And then funny Johnny's like, where the crack pipe at, yo? <laughs> yeah. And then, and then Karen's all like, are you being for real? But Bob literally drags her out the door. Like, let's go dancing, girl. You can trust your boy. He's been good. I trust your boy. This is that leash you were referencing earlier that Bob gives him. Bob's like, you know what? To get in your good graces, I have to trust you. 
You've been acting trustworthy, so I will trust you. Things don't turn out very well for Johnny, but as he goes back upstairs, Nikki's on his computer, and she's like, yo, your stalker's back. And she starts to respond, and she's like, yo, what up, jackass? Are you naked? And so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> legit legit she's like she's like she's like uh you're not eddie eddie's dead jackass what are you doing are you naked and i'm just like what and daddy's like what and then it's all like oh wait nova signed off and she's like see got that motherfucker to leave that's how you troll a troll bitch and Johnny's like, oh, shit, thanks. So Nikki's like, yo, I saw that shit with Greta earlier. Did you fix it? And Johnny's like, nah, man, I couldn't. And Nikki's like, you didn't try hard enough. Get the fuck out of your house. Don't babysit me and go get your girl back. And Johnny's like, okay, mistress Nikki. And he just takes Pretty off. Much. He just takes off. He's like, he put up a very weak argument. Not as weak as the argument she puts up in a little bit, but very, very weak. We cut to, and I'm just going to put it in because I love it now. We cut to the adults dancing. And basically it's just like, listen, girl, I trust Johnny. And Karen's like, Okay, I guess I trust Johnny too. Cool. It's just as that's happening. So right after Johnny leaves the house and right before Nikki's ride comes, we have Bob and Karen going, man, I trust our son. Well, Nikki's friend, well, she's watching motocross, first of all. Bad sign. If you spend your time watching motocross. Why is she watching motocross? My sister probably would have been watching motocross at about this age on TV. I think she still goes and sees it live sometimes. Some people are into fucking motocross. But I feel uh, like yes. I feel like if you're sitting watching motocross as like a 17 year old girl, not a good sign. You probably hang out with some interesting characters, and you're an interesting, questionable character. And I'm gonna go with interesting just for the sake of not offending any of our listeners. But you're also probably interesting yourself or questionable yourself. So there you have it. The doorbell rings, and her friend Kaylee comes in with like four other people, and she's like, "It's party time, girl." Yeah, and Nikki's like, "Uh, why are you here now?" supposed to be here in the morning like let's get the fuck out of here and she's like we can't we can't we got dropped off yo, she's yo, like what yeah my friend bobo dropped us off he'll be back later don't worry about bobo he'll be back later with more people he's gonna drop off then he's gonna leave again and then come back with more people and repeat and repeat and repeat but let's talk about that later okay nikki uh, we're gonna go get some drinking going on so what do they do if bob and karen aren't at the country club fucking dancing well they get kicked out right away and Nikki probably gets kicked out too. They probably say, get your shit and get in the car with them too and get out of our house. Get the fuck out of here. You're having people just show up to party here? Like, uh-uh, I don't think so. Get the fuck nah, out. That's not happening. That'd be, I think that'd be Karen's reaction at least. I don't know how it would actually shake out if Johnny and and, uh, and Bob were there too. Even if it was just Bob, we'd see. But speaking of Johnny, he pulls up over at Greta's on his bike just as she's pulling into the driveway. And everyone drives a fucking convertible around here. I don't know why I wanted to point that out, but everyone drives a fucking convertible. Well, I mean, it's I get it's it. Hot. I get it. But I don't like convertibles. I think they look stupid. I don't like convertibles because, like, I just don't like them. I had one one time. Fucks up my hair, you know? <laughs> yeah. It, yep. Mm-hmm. So basically, he's there. He's like, he's implying that Cliff is the reason that she's being standoffish with johnny and not fully committing and she's like yeah no 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 that's i don't think so but also it's none of your goddamn business and he brings up the iams again or whatever and she's like just let it go it was a joke so now she's trying to like she still thinks it's cliff because obviously she doesn't know who it really is 
Yeah. But she's defending Cliff here. And she goes, a lot happened before you got here. And she's just not willing to tell him any of that. So he just takes off. Like, they can't come together. I feel like, I feel like he's got to know, even if she's not willing to say. Be like, all right. Be like, I, I would say something as a, a along the lines of, I assume it's something that involves you, Cliff, and Eddie, and Eddie's death. I was like, based on how you're acting about it, how Cliff acts about it, that's what I can assume. That's basically what he says. I don't know if it's here, but it's later. He's like, in all this equation, there's only two people who I see acting like a couple, and it's you and Cliff, not you and Eddie. Yeah. But yeah, they end up fucking, he just goes home. He takes off. We see Cliff, we cut to him on his computer, and there's Nikki sticking her head up from underneath the window with a bottle of booze. She does a little dance. Two other girls pop up. She pops her shirt off, and this time she actually does really pop her shirt off. But she's wearing a tank top underneath, but she does the little sexy finger come here motion. and Come hither. There it is, and Cliff's like, oh, you know I'm going to be coming hither ASAP. So he books it over there. So yeah, Cliff shows up naked. And he's all like, what's up? Well, Nikki's, and they're like, put your clothes back on, but let's part. Nikki's running and he's around. he's like, ah, all right, all right. Nikki's running around trying to put down coasters still. And I guessed at this point there were maybe still about 15 people at this party. It was growing from the four that showed up to about 15 when Cliff rolls in the door, right? Kaylee pops up at one point and she's like, that's my girl. She'll go from zero to party in five seconds flat. And... Nikki doesn't really like that she said that, but Cliff is like, oh, man, that's exactly what I wanted to hear. Oh, yeah. And then she, like, looks like she's going to go and kiss the dude, Cliff. And then she's like, wait, you're not Bobo. But she does. Not she. No, Nikki, she kind of no, does, no, like, Nikki, the, But Nikki ends up kissing Cliff here in a second. Oh, yeah. When he's like, oh, uh, so Johnny ditched you on your last night in town, huh? She's like, yeah, but I got you, boy. She's like, she's like, yeah, he went to go hook up with his main squeeze, Greta. Now, here's where we get something real interesting, because Liza's walking home, and some real dildo drives by in his, convert- <laughs> in his convertible. He looked like, he looked like someone straight out of Dawson's Creek to me. Oh, yeah. And he's all like, he's like, hey, do you know where Johnny's place is? And Liza's like, yeah, it's right over there. The house Bella. with all the fucking cars in the driveway that's <laughs> literally to and he's your like, right? he's like, I'll see you inside. And Liza's like, really? Like, you think I'm cool enough to go? I'll go. She gets this look on her face and she heads inside. And it's like, well, she's going to go doll herself up like she was practicing in the garage. And she's going to that fucking party because it's at Johnny's house. And it's right across and spoiler the Spoiler alert. She looks good. I mean, she looked good before this, I would no, say. Yeah. But I get your point. Now, we get a little cut back to the adults here, still on the dance floor. They've just been dancing and dancing and dancing. They don't stop. Cutting a rug. Like, you could just cut to a point where you're sitting at the bar having a drink. You don't have to keep cutting to them dancing the whole time. But Tess seems pretty drunk, speaking of getting drinks. She's looking at Bob and Karen, and she's like, oh, Travis, they look so happy. Are, and are Travis you is happy? Like, well, she, yeah. She's like, are, are you they, happy, Travis? And he's all like, well, of course I am. I'm here with the most gorgeous woman in the place. And just as he says that, he's all like, ooh, smoking. Looks over at fucking that sexy broad. Before that, and- though, he mentions Tess's evil son. And she's like, oh, oh yeah. I'm sure you two will work something out, sweetheart. And that's when he gets caught scoping on Cindy. And he's all like, ooh, how you doing with your little whatever it is you do, Cindy? 
forgot what her job was already. Sports, sports therapist. Sports therapist. There we go. She's all. He's all like, ooh, with your sports therapy, yeah. And Tess is like, I'm over here, Travis. I'll forgive you, but only because you're coming home with me, not with Cindy. So we cut over to Johnny's house again, and now we're at a rager. This party's in full effect. Everyone at whatever this high school is has found out about this party, and they're coming by. Everybody is at Johnny's. This is a fucking pure raging party. I threw a party like this once, except my recovering alcoholic friend didn't do it behind my back. I'm the one who threw it. But I, (laughs) I threw one that got too far out of control, bigger than I had anticipated, and it... I'm not going to get into the details here, but thankfully the cops never showed up. But it got wild. There were threatened stabbings and someone pissing on a couch just for two quick little things that happened. (laughs) But we'll we'll move on from that. But this party's kicking off. It's happening. Cliff's running around. He sees Nikki outside and he's like, I thought you weren't drinking though. Like, I thought you would quit to have a serious discussion. And she's like, I'll quit tomorrow. That's the thing about recovering alcoholics. We're good at just, you know, second chances and giving it another go. So pour that fucking liquor in my cup right now and shut up, Cliff. Yeah. And and he's like, sign me up. He starts doing that. <laughs> fucking they're getting hammered. And then fucking what? Johnny's like. Liza shows up first. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Liza, like, walks in, and she's about to, like, actually walk in, and then she's like, ooh, I can't do it, anxiety. And so she's turning away, and then she's like, no, you got this girl? This is at Johnny's house? You can go in there, you can be like, Johnny, what's up? And sweep him off his feet, right? And so she's walking in, she's, like, kind of, like, cutting through the crowd and everything like that. Bumping into, like, four or five people. And then finally she bumps into this dude and he turns around. It's that same fucking douchebag that was uh, asking her where this party was. Like, what? Well, like it wasn't obvious, right? And he's all like, you're the most beautiful girl in this whole room. And she's like, really? I am? Like, <laughs> she doesn't believe him? And then he's like, yeah. And then he's like, Ugh. And he, like, has to go puke in a fucking, like, flower pot. He makes it in puke somewhere, but she's like, oh, well, that was a very terrible experience. Fuck. We cut away from the party real quick, and we're at Greta watching that same video she was watching earlier with Eddie. But we get to a new part that we didn't see earlier where she's like, something is bothering you. What is it? And he's like, are you sure you can handle it? Are you sure, baby? And she's like, I'm pretty sure. And he's like, okay, then. Let me tell you what it is, baby. I love you. She's like, oh, I love you too, Eddie. And then it like, starts to get into like a sex tape, and she's watching it, and so, she's just like, yeah. yeah ba- ba- but basically. she's like crying because oh, she's, she's guilty. Sh- balling, balling, balling. And that's when Johnny comes home. That's when we cut to that. And yeah, Johnny fucking like, strolls in. He's like, what the fuck? And Liza's like, great party, Johnny. And he's like, no, it's not. It's not supposed to be a party. I just got here. Gets like, up on the chair. Hey, everybody, yeah. Get the fuck out. And everybody's like, fuck you, bro. And he's like, no, no, for real. Get the fuck out. Well, most people there probably don't know who Johnny is or that that's his house. Realistically, he's still pretty yeah. new. He's still, I mean, I, don't, I guess anyone who went to the country club, eh, nah, everyone probably knows it's him and it's his house. He was at that shack party the other day, too. I feel like this is a real, I, I feel like this is an area where when you're the new kid in town, everyone clocks you real quick and they judge you up real quick and they, everyone knows who you are. Plus, you live in the infamous Dad Eddie's house. Yeah, in his room. So, no, everyone knows who the fuck Johnny is. Well, he's up on his chair telling people to get out, and they're not listening. And he spots 
Cliff doing another body shot off of Nikki. And he's like, oh, hell no. Yeah, and he's all like, hey, Cliff, what the fuck? Everybody needs to get the fuck out of here. And Cliff's like, dude, relax, man. Just have a fucking drink. And And Johnny's all like, fuck you. And fucking boom. No, no, no. Yeah, when he tells him, and that's what I'm saying, that's where Cliff, when he clocked the recovery thing earlier, he used that as a weapon when he said, why don't you have a drink? He knew what he was saying to Johnny, and that's why Johnny went off the fucking handle and punched him. And I was like, oh, yeah. I'm glad Johnny didn't, like, he overreacted in the wrong way, but I'm glad he didn't, like, suppress that and then start drinking solo later in the night up in his bedroom just pounding a jug of cheap vodka no yeah i'm much happier that this is the route that it went instead he punched cliff in the face and then cool cliff gets up and tackles him so it's about to be a brawl but lo and, and behold, then fucking bob and karen come walking in and bob's all like all right everybody Get out of my house. Oh, no. So Bob breaks up the fight. And then when we cut back from what would have been a commercial break, he goes right through that door. Please drive safely. I'm like, you just put a bunch of drunk teenagers behind the wheels of their cars. And I don't know what else you're supposed to do, but that's going to be bad. I'm sure it ends up not being bad. Of course it doesn't. But in real life, I'm saying that is a... A bad call. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, what's, yeah. The alter- what's the alternative, though? You call the police and go, someone broke into my house and threw a party. Now there's a bunch of dark teenagers everywhere. I don't know what you want to do about it. Because then you're dealing with the cops. I don't know what you want to do about it. But now you're dealing with the cops for the rest of the night, Because I'm just kicking them out of my house. That'd be my, I'd be, I'm not even getting the cops involved. I'm sorry. I'm not. They don't need to be involved. I don't care about them. I'm not interested in them. Just go get out of my house. Leave your cars here come and get them tomorrow walk wherever go you walk go. home please walk home come get your shit tomorrow if you don't get it tomorrow i'll have it towed but i won't get the police involved just get the fuck out yeah, of yeah, here. yeah yeah i mean i might break into it first and steal any loose change but then have it towed that's between me and your change though it has nothing to do with you <laughs> so that's when bob has that talk with with uh with johnny and basically he's like nikki is gonna drag you down if you can't keep hanging out with oh her. so how did you take this talk honestly i had no problem with it. i think bob was dead on he was like i gave I you a shot have no problem with it but i kind of feel like the way he was saying it was like like hey i'm trying to be nice uh i let you hang yourself and like now like right you only got so many shots and then get the fuck out of my house he, like uh, you're almost 18 i don't know that's the thing though he makes he takes a direct shot at nikki who happens to be listening to this whole conversation by the way but then he also is when he mentions about mom is also hurting too and i can't yeah. i can't let you keep hurting her he doesn't he doesn't make a direct threat it's an implied, no and that's what i, I was know. thinking though like i was like he's like i can only handle so much before i have to step in my guess is at this point it's an empty threat he hopes he doesn't have to follow through on i'm not sure he even knows what he would do because i don't think karen would let him kick him out you kick an addict out on the street like that he's gonna go back to being an addict there's just no way that it would play like that and i don't think that's yeah what, i don't think that's what bob wants to do i think he's hoping this rat will be enough for johnny to go shit he's right i know he's right i didn't need him to tell me that like maybe they just like quote unquote ground him for like the rest of the summer or something well, like we're, that we're gonna obviously find out at the start of the next episode what the repercussions for this this are we get a little something a little more interesting though after all that plays out and we cut over to cliff's room he's checking the shiner in the mirror and who step literally who steps out from the shadows in the corner of his room 
oh travis and travis is all like listen here bitch like you want to fucking start shit i can fucking finish it and cliff's like all right why don't you fucking hit me and travis is like he leans in and he's like you think i'm fucking stupid so yeah tess in the background no 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 no, no. Travis. Tess is all like, travis where you at travis and travis wants and travis to make it like, known hey baby i'm in here yeah, he wants to make it known i'm in cliff's room we're doing just fine we're spending some alone time together oh but also your kid sounds like he's been drinking i think he's been drinking because he's got a split fucking eyebrow and tess is like you fucking drunk you piece of shit cliff she sniffs you know him. what she's like what the fuck is your problem boy and travis why don't you go wait in the bedroom and i'll fucking come deal with you in a second and zach's or cliff's all like like oh what the fuck you know that he's just fucking lying and using you here's right? what i love before he leaves travis goes oh good night cliffy he calls him cliffy because he knows that cliff's not going to start shit right there with yeah. the three of them but then yeah then cliff's like fuck this dude dude's mom it's like you know that he's just a fucking piece of shit liar and he's using you right and tess is like Pfft. You know what? What's the fucking point, dude? Like, what? What? What's the point? Every man's already are like always does the same thing to me, like including your fucking dad. And apparently, Cliff like must be tight with his dad because like I feel like that was supposed to be a dig at like at Cliff. Oh, you know his dad. If he doesn't show up in these eight episodes, was supposed to show up at some point with a line like that. Probably. He definitely comes. Or they were setting it up for season two or something. For something. He's definitely going to be a character that came in to play later down the road. No doubt about it. So we cut out of there. Johnny's at home cleaning up after the party and Greta stops by. And basically it's this big the whole thing where she's like, I get why you asked your questions, but I can't answer them. I'm sorry. I came here to end things before they started. Peace out, bitch. Well, yeah, she was like basically like, like I felt like, all right. I wanted to keep doing something with you, Johnny, but if you can't get past the questions and you can't get past the fact that I say, like, I'm not going to answer these, then we just need to end it now before anything really gets going. I'm sorry, but I think that's an unreasonable ask considering what's going on to have Johnny go, okay, I just won't ask anything about this, even though I got Dad Eddie messaging me, and I know it isn't Dad Eddie. Like, yeah, I'll just pretend like I'm not interested in the answers. Like, that's unreasonable. Like, if I'm him, I'd be like, I'd be like, dude, check this out. Like, just hang out for a day and wait for fucking this to happen. Like, so you know that I'm not just, like, talking shit. So let's we'll get to that in a second here. We cut to a little montage of Karen crying and Bob coming in to comfort her. Okay, and like I'm not a parent, so I don't know. I feel like she's kind of overreacting, like no, with the I crying. Don't, I don't think so. Because like I feel like she could have just talked to Johnny instead of just yelling at him and being like, Oh, okay, so yeah, it is just like this piece of shit. Nikki, you need to no, get but her again, out of this house. Again, it's bigger than this night. It's bigger than this incident. It's everything. It's her dead husband. It's her alcoholic son. It's her new husband and the relationship he has. Like It's everything compounded together. And then here she thinks or she was talked into trusting Johnny for the first time since he's been out of rehab. And he fails her. 
whether or not it was Nikki's fault, because as Bob says, you were responsible tonight. You caused yeah you didn't do you didn't start the party i know he was so responsible for nikki's actions that you should have just stayed here the reason you left is immaterial you needed to be here and when you weren't this shit happened so you fucked up so i get why she's crying here i get it bob's trying to comfort her johnny finds a note on his pillow though from nikki that's like yo i'm sorry and then she's walking down the street with her bag she just dips out so we got Charlie, or Charlie, Cliff laying in bed staring at the ceiling. Greta's looking at a picture of her, Eddie, and Cliff. And Johnny's on his computer deleting pictures of Greta. And then we cut to the quote-unquote twist that we both put our money on last episode. Yeah, well, when he gets that message from 08 Nova again, and he's like, no, this is Eddie. And he's like, okay, listen, I know it's not Eddie, but one, why'd you kill yourself? I, I did he's like, I didn't. I was I was murdered. And I was like, ow. Well, then. And then the best part out, We is, zoom out from a different laptop than Johnny's. Yeah. And we were like, oh, shit. That must be 08 Nova's. And the person closes it down and they walk out of the shadows. And it's your girl, Liza Winter. The cousin of Pacey. And that's why I think that even if Greta hung around all day, Liza somehow got like 24-7 surveillance on what's happening from across the street. She wouldn't be sending those kind of messages while Greta was there. Yeah, but Nikki was there. She doesn't give a fuck about Nikki. Greta's a player in the game. Nikki isn't. I guess that's true. Then she knows that like she's she's trying to expose this. Oh, Liza knows what happened. Or she's very certain of what happened, but she I wonder doesn't if Liza want to get involved. Whatever happened, she just I think she's just a witness. I wonder if Liza was friends with Eddie. That is an interesting proposition. They live right across the street from each other. But you feel like Cliff would have known that, though, because he lived right next door to Eddie. Yeah, but if Eddie and Cliff were... Best friends. Best friends, but... Uh... From the the picture that we've been painted, uh, Greta says that Eddie like followed like Cliff around, basically like Cliff was the alpha, right? What if Eddie was just like, nah, man, I need some friends of my own. There's no chance that Liza and Eddie hung out at each other's houses or at school, because then it would have been known by Cliff or by many other people. My guess is they were internet friends. They chatted across the street online with each other maybe they even like looked at each other through the window with telescopes or something like that but that very possible uh, maybe they had little sneak away hangouts in a secret place like the golf course or some shit like that like greta brought johnny to earlier but i don't think they had a public relationship of any kind well they could have hung out in liza's garage possible but that still involves sneaking over or going over to the other person's house and i don't think cliff Cliff is a suspicious enough person probably even before what happened here that Eddie going over to Liza's house for anything is something he's going to ask about and note in his head for later. Yeah, but if he like accesses her yard from the backyard, like from a different street, how is Cliff going to know that? I, I, why wouldn't they just go meet at a secret place that isn't either of their houses to avoid all suspicion? You go separately, you leave oh, separately. Oh, they go to the title screen place. Sure. Oh, hell yeah. The same place Greta went to. These are the same. But then you risk Greta showing up. Well, I guess Eddie, maybe Eddie's the one who took Greta there. And Eddie was yeah, also the that's one. That's what I assume. Eddie's also the one who took Liza there, too. Yeah. Same thing with the golf course, too. 
No, that's a Greta thing. Mm. She also stole that from Eddie. No, I think she would have. Uh, I don't think that's. I don't think that's her style. All right. So, how does the reveal of 08 Nova being Liza Witter uh, potentially change the perception you have of this character? I don't think it really does. I think it does for me because, like, we've gotten the fact that she's like anxiety ridden and like you know she's like she likes to do things from a distance she likes to let lie in wait and she's real fucking like but they were already hinting they were already hinting at breaking down the walls of that timidity in last episode just the other girl or the first episode whichever one at the country club when she got cut off when she was sneaking up on johnny but she was still gonna do it but she got cut off but in this episode even before the reveal of 08 Nova, which again, we called last episode. It's not like I didn't know as we were going along that that's what was going to happen. I just didn't know when they were going to tell us. But she goes back, she changes, she goes to the party. That's all pre-us knowing she's 08 Nova. So they're already giving us those crumbs of her kind of coming out of her shell. Like there's something about Johnny that's just really pushing her. And that's the thing. Apparently she looks at Johnny as the key to solving her problems, both sexually and criminally. Well, I think she also feels like she can relate to Johnny in uh, like mind-wise, I guess. I'm not saying that well. I don't know. He seems to fit in pretty well with Greta and Cliff and all them kind that she seems to think she doesn't fit in with. Yeah, but then she sees him do his little emo hair flip and he, she's all like, her heart melts. Dude is just good. He's got a, obviously a, a well... A, a big well of knowledge about pop culture as they've shown through the show and he's just kind of flirtatious so i think that's just kind of how you know how he is but that has motivated her for sure like something about him that just makes her go ooh, and it's made her become less timid but i don't think the reveal of the oa nova like it's a part of what they were already showing us and like again like we discussed we already knew anyway so but that's not a bad thing i i think it falls right in line with what i thought her character was going to be now what happens from here i don't know and that's the one thing i don't know about this show what's its pace how quick are we going to start doing stuff you know what i mean like does johnny find out it's her next episode or is that something that drags out and maybe he doesn't even find out for the entire run of the show that we get? I don't know the show well enough to guess how that's going to play out. I'd like to think he finds out it's Liza in the next two or three episodes. Uh, finally, why was uh, Eddie murdered? I feel like it has to do with the practical joke thing. I think it might have been a practical joke with a gun that Cliff brought around. I don't know if it was supposed to be like a fake robbery on someone else that they were discussing and it was Eddie, Cliff, and Greta that happened to be there and some shit went down and like Greta maybe was trying to take the gun and it went off and it wasn't a fake gun or something. It wasn't a blank and that's how Eddie ended up getting shot. So Greta is the one who did it accidentally and Cliff is like, we need to just cover this up and not have this follow us around for the rest of our fucking lives even if it was an accident let's cover this up and that's how it got stages of suicide so my i don't know obviously eddie obviously greta and cliff are involved and cliff is trying to paint it like greta did something wrong 
I feel like it wasn't an intentional thing if it was her that did it. But she doesn't push back on that, so it makes me feel like Cliff's not the one who did the killing either. He's just involved in the cover-up. Opposite of what I said last episode. But I I don't know, there could be a mystery. Is Liza involved somehow? But why would she be trying to shed light on anything if she were? Yeah. And unless we bring in... I don't think she's involved. And unless we bring in some mystery outside her character that we don't know yet, I can't think of anyone else who could have been involved outside of the wild card of Tess. <laughs> who I'm not really going to continue to lead heavily on because they're just bringing her in for side drama for Cliff at the moment, basically. Yeah. To keep him distracted. I think we can both agree that you can go to our uh, website, 50 Randy Quades, and check out all of our old episodes, all of our new episodes, all of our hashtag Creek Chat, hashtag Cage Talk, and 50 Randy Quaid's proper. We're also on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And of course, 50 Randy Quaid's. But until next time, we watch Hidden Palms so you don't have to. Peace out. Yeah.